a short gay Italian, a tall gay couple, a token straight guy, and one USB so-called microphone that started it all. Today we go behind the scenes of one of the world's most influential podcasts. This is Behind the Podcast, a shanty no lemon. He was a young man living in Sunbury, Ohio, the outskirts of Columbus. Working from 9 to 5 as a web developer, but still Anthony Anselmo longed for something more. His close friends and neighbors, Tim, Andy, and Patrick, became the basis of what would become something unimaginable. Basically, I was listening to a local morning zoo program. This was the days back before their management actually had control of the website, and the uh, morning zoo DJ was the one that was making it. And I sort of thought it looked kind of crappy, so I made sort of like a test site to show him what it should look like. And he really liked it so much, he told me to put live. And he uh, linked his the, the official website to the unofficial website. And uh, before I know it, I had tons of hits, and it was sort of a prelude of things to come. You were still a nerd, though. Quiet. It was then that Anthony realized the power of the internet. It was the heyday of the first internet boom, the late 90s. Bill Clinton was involved in a scandal, Cher had a number one hit, and the country actually had a balanced budget. It was at this time that Anthony met his friend Patrick, who was also a fan of the local radio station, and their geeky friendship grew. Patrick and I met through our good friend Dana, and uh, basically we all were working on the local radio station's fan site, and uh, getting a little bit of popularity at the time. And uh, Patrick always felt I had a really good voice, I always told me he should, you know, maybe do some auditions for radio and such. The economy took a plunge in late 2000 for obvious reasons, <coughs> and Anthony and Patrick took to finding new jobs. Anthony ended up settling down to work in Manson, Ohio, a small town named after Charles Manson and the murders he committed in I'm sorry, I'll try that once more. Anthony ended up settling down to work in Mansfield, Ohio, a small town dead central between Columbus and Cleveland, and driving an hour to work. This drive prompted him to move a half hour closer to work right next door to Patrick. While living up in Sunbury, a scary hillbilly community outside of Columbus, Anthony was fortunate enough to meet the only other gay couple in town who just happened to live right down the lane, Tim and Andy. I was online one night bored, and here was this guy who had in his profile, he lived in Sunbury. He was kind of funny looking and short, so I knew he wouldn't be anything to be afraid of but perhaps a twit. I couldn't believe it. Another individual, gay, in Sunbury. I was amazed. Soon after Tim and Andy met Anthony, it was very apparent that these individuals had a lot in common. Apart from the gay thing, I mean. Dorks. Yep, we're all a bunch of dorks. Although Anthony is the king dork. <laughs> yeah, he is. And you know what? It was fun to make fun of Anthony uh, and make him watch John Waters movies. <laughs> <laughs> we found early on it was easy to get a laugh of that out of that twit. Or, or laugh at him. He always had interesting stories about his life. It was like having a live Queer's Folk Night right in your own living room. Or, more appropriately, American Fabulous. It was at this time the invention of podcasting came about, and Anthony, desperate for attention as usual, devised a plan. I just had the four of them show up one Wednesday night and... We all gathered around my computer table, and I told them I was going to record the show just for a test. It was during this test the name of the show was created from the anagram of Anthony's name. We recorded the bit and put it out there, and within like two days, we got like a bunch of emails. I was blown away. Yes, I said blown away. 
The result was amazing. A few short shows later, Ashantino Lemon had over 100 listeners. But this was only the beginning. Coming up, stress gets to Anthony and one bad move almost ended up shutting down the show for good when Behind the Podcast continues. Coming this fall is a story of breathtaking proportions. From the geniuses of Anthony's photo, an all-new, never-before-seen cinematic experience. Prepare to meet the Zapbots. Copyright, all rights reserved, patent pending. Thrill as the transforming robots battle for the supremacy of the homeworld of Cyber... Uh, Girotron. Gasp as the heroic Zap City of Metro... Uh, Duplaflex is laid to waste with such epic characters as Boaty, Liar, and Thing with Four Wheels, you can't go wrong. With a stunning musical accompaniment by the Omega Dupremes, you're sure to be rockin' to the sockin'. Not since the Norse sagas has there been a story so original, so passionate, and so downright appealing to the plagiarist in all of us. The Zapbots movie, a search for purpose. See it this fall before Hasbro does. The Zapbots! Copyright. All rights reserved. Patent pending. Thanks to future technology, Ashanti No Lemon, Anthony, Tim, Andy, and Patrick soared to new heights. Labeling their shows as three gay guys and one token straight guy, audiences fell in love with their witty banter and weekly stuff. It was funny to have Patrick there. You usually ask all the questions that straight people ask gay people, so it worked out kind of well. I still don't get most of it, but I think that's because Anthony's kind of odd. But hey, he's cheap entertainment. It was just so weird to have people out of nowhere emailing you. And then we faked a lemon up my... Oh, wait, not, not yet, Anthony? ASNL developed a new website using Anthony's unbelievable, extraordinary, genius level... Hold it, do I really have to read that line? Really? Okay, let's try that again. ASNL developed a new website using Anthony's extraordinary, genius level talents... A brand new look and identity was formed. However, it almost fell short when during one podcast, the participants decided to eat their dinner on the air. I just moved into my new home um, studio and my friends Matt and Lex Lyman were over and we decided to do an impromptu show. An alternative universe, you might say. Well, during the show, we got our pizza, ate it and just continued recording. Yeah, you can blame Anthony for that one. We weren't there. We were also going through a very busy period in our lives, and we tried to do it over Skype. That didn't work well for anyone. We also found that talking over the internet, we couldn't bounce stuff off of each other, including bouncing off lightsabers off each other's heads. That was fun. The resulting Skype sessions and eating show were regarded as some of the worst work produced by the Ashanti No Lemon crew. As such, it was Patrick who decided to get serious. We all realized that we had to raise the bar, so we invested in some high-quality microphones and decided that if we were going to do the group, then we had to do it in person, no matter what. We tried a live show, and while it didn't achieve any great success, it proved that if we wanted to do a really good show, we had to do it in the studio. From that point on, Ashantino Lemon decided they needed to be an in-studio show in order to achieve success. Utilizing Anthony's new property, they shaped their new studio into a high-tech recording area, and before they knew it, they were back to being tops. Back on top! Sorry. But the new success wouldn't last long when one of the members made a dramatic exit. Coming up, Patrick takes a break, and the show comes to a fork in the road, 
when Behind the Podcast continues. Have you ever considered the complete lack of respect we show to our nation's roadkill? For a moment, consider the poor little badger that has no idea that today is to be his last. He wakes up, scavenges around the forest for berries, and sees some in the road. Bam! Wouldn't it be proper to provide this little badger a final resting place? That is the purpose of the NPPBRK, the National People for the Proper Burial of Roadkill. We now return to Behind the Podcast. Ashanti No Lemon celebrated their one-year anniversary in June 2006. The cast and crew were awarded with commemorative t-shirts. It was then that their comedy really took off. After our anniversary show, we really hit our stride. The comedy was working, the jokes were on par, and everything just flowed together. It was a happy time. It was a happy time. It was a happy time. And then we did this video, and I pulled a lemon... The lemon out of my... Oh... Oh, wait. It was a happy time! However, the long stride was not to last. ASNL produced numerous shows through the end of 2006, all receiving critical acclaim, tons of fan mail, and Anthony got somewhat laid. However, in the beginning of March 2007, cracks were starting to show in the foundation of this stable foursome. (laughs) Foursome. So the podcast became a bit more tedious. It was a hobby at first, but the schedule became harder and harder to meet. Um, I also came to a point in my life where I had to change or die. So I took a break. I couldn't believe it, but we all sort of understood that it was something that was coming for a while. We all loved Patrick, but he had a huge distance to travel and it really wasn't fair to his time. At the same time, the show itself seemed to become more of a chore than fun at the time. So... We got together over lunch and laid it out. Didn't he see it when I pulled that lemon? Oh, wait, Patrick, when did this happen? ASNL's token straight guy decided to make his quick exit and politely took a break from the show. The remaining original three members had to decide if they wanted to carry on. It was just on the verge of us exploding onto the scene, and it was a real blow. I could tell the energy wasn't there the last few shows, and at the same time, I wasn't sure if we should continue on without Patrick. We took a couple weeks off and tried to regroup. But luck would come out of nowhere, or more so right next door, from Tim and Andy, and once again, a neighbor would become a host of a podcast. We thought, hey, let's bring our dorky neighbor Mark in and get his viewpoint of the military experience for the show. If anything, he could talk about his uh, Iraq stuff and how he got sucked off there. Oh, I mean, how the Iraq war sucked. They brought Mark along, and he worked out really great. He was energetic and fun, and I think everybody knew by the end of the show that he had become our Traven Raven, replacing our Steve Howe. Yes, references aside, Mark became the new replacement for ASNL. This title, along with a couple of released videos, catapulted ASNL's ratings and their stardom. And Anthony once again cemented his position as America's premier homosexual male supporter of 70s progressive rock. But let's be honest, that wasn't hard. It's not a very big field. Coming up, videos get released. But would it spell success or doom for ASNL when Behind the Podcast continues? 15-year-old Jenna is a killer, and she doesn't even know it. She thinks the backseat is safe without safety belts. But her 90-pound body becomes two tons of deadly force, killing her friend in the front seat. Restrain yourself. Every seat, every time. It's the law. And I want someone here to use their fucking brain that I gotta come out of these fucking up-tempo records and they gotta talk about a fucking dog dying. 
Oh, we're back. Ashanti No Lemon replaced their token straight neighbor with their new gay one. Suddenly, Ashanti No Lemon had new life and was back whomping the bejesus out of submissive... <clears throat> Excuse me. Ashanti No Lemon replaced their token straight neighbor with their new gay one. Suddenly, Ashanti No Lemon had new life and was back on top. Wait, we used that joke already. I just sort of came in and sung louder and harder than I ever did before, and they pretty much just asked me if I'd come back next week, and when they dropped me off at home, I thought, I joined a rock band. A podcast, Mark. Podcast. Uh, podcasts. But while the new co-host pumped fresh life into the show, ASNL hit their first bump in the road right after achieving great success. We had some other local podcasts who seemed to, to just not like us. They made some statements about how much we sucked, and, well, Tim heard this, and all of a sudden you could see the strange gleam in his eyes. He got really creative and suddenly took hold of the podcast as a creative vehicle and just drove off with it, ran with it. Huh? Oh, now? Oh, yes. Uh, instead of being crybabies, girlfriend, we decided to respond with comedy. And uh, with Mark here at my side... We created our first retaliatory video. The resulting video response, called A Response, parodied the local podcaster Zillafag from a video he had produced. The result was the biggest response a shanty no lemon ever saw. The video was downloaded 1,000 times in one day, and while the intention was to fight back against criticism from competitors, the result was actually positive. We all thought that everyone was going to boo us, but we went on stage and they left... Oh. Uh, the, the video went over very well, and everyone, including the, the guys that hated us, thought it was the funniest thing they ever saw. I think it just goes to show how creative Tim can be and how he got more into the podcast than he ever did before. And, and I was so proud of him. Yes! <laughs> All of my handiwork. I rock. Aren't I the best? Aren't I Mr. Creative Video okay, Man? Don't, don't, aren't don't I get Mr. I, aren't, wait, wait, the yuck, 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 yuck. However, the follow-up video proved to be ASNL's undermining. The second video response to their competitor, Cup of Tea, was deemed as too mean and too rude instead of funny. We did the second video and laughed our butts off, but when we edited it together, I sort of had a feeling this may not go over well. The heart of it was to try and be funny, but we may have gone a bit too far and, and hurt some other people's feelings, which was not the intention. Yeah, well, uh, we'll show them they never want to mess with us again. Hey! But, yeah, but, but it was, uh, it was funny. Shut up! The resulting apologies show that followed next week was done in the style of the last Seinfeld episode, which put Anthony and Tim in jail. We did the follow-up show and sort of smoothed the waters out. We removed the videos to be fair and made sort of a ceasefire with the other local shows. Just for the record, I never supported those videos. Either of them. Just for the record, I recorded those videos. I'm the talent. <laughs> However, I realized that Tim had a lot of trap genius inside of him. Yep, I'm a genius. Like what I was telling you before, I'm the talent. That's me, right here. Yeah, no show okay, without okay, me. Okay, okay. Uh, I, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh uh, we, we Soon Anthony with... and Tim began writing more and more comedy. And in April 2007, this show officially became labeled a gay comedy podcast. This combined with new co-host Mark and regular, stable, well-balanced Andy, ASNL has become one of the Internet's most famous podcasts. To this day, Ashanti No Lemon continues to grow. 
Anthony, Tim, Andy, and Mark each week produce comedy and talk about politics, their daily lives, sex, and more to an audience that is worldwide. Their show is multicast over three networks, and the boys show no sign of stopping. Love it. It's a ton of fun, and I can't think of anything else I would want to be doing on a Wednesday night. Except fucking. I'm amazed at each week the fan response. They literally know us like family, and you know, that's a little scary. It's a great time. Hey, why are we walking along the beach with sappy music playing behind us? They're all creative guys, and there's a chemistry there you can't get anywhere else. That's what makes a Shane and Lemon different and engaging. There's a chemistry of a bunch of gay guys that you just can't duplicate. I love them, and I'm proud of them all, and I'm amazed on how much we continue to grow each week. Behind the Podcast was brought to you by a special grant from the Mobile Corporation's Personal Lubricant Division. For a Shanty No Lemon, I'm Cayenne Chris Conroy from the Tech Diff Podcast over at techdiff.com. Good night and good luck. You'll need it.